podcast. Here we go. Hello, hello, around the block and around the world. This is the Just My Type podcast where we discuss, debate, and deliberate all things diabetes, representing type 2. My name is Dobie Maxwell, representing type 1, the vivacious, effervescent, and always in the know, Sammy Parker. We'll get to Sammy in seconds, but first, today's episode of Just My Type is sponsored by the Diabetes App a free social community that brings together both type 1 and type 2 diabetics plus their supporters. Find community, resources, and also Sammy and me on the Diabetes app. Good morning, good afternoon, Sammy. We have across the pond a guest today. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what time it is anymore. You're in LA. I'm in the Chicago area. We have a guest coming on. Very excited. And I will let you take it over. We'll get him on the air. All right. We have on Mr. Calix. Calix is from London. Calix, would you like to say hello? Hello. Hi, everyone listening. Super excited. We are so excited to have you on. And I actually first found out who Calix was through Instagram. I watched all of his reels. They're very funny. If you don't know, you need to go watch. And then, yeah, I kind of just reached out to Calix because I kind of wanted to hear your story and your diagnosis story, how life is like over in London dealing with diabetes and just talk and chat. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I was actually, um, I wouldn't say surprised, but I'm glad you reached out and gave me the opportunity to do this, man. I'm excited to uh, get to talking. Well, thank you for even coming on and sharing it with us. So can you talk or give them a little blurb about yourself? Sure. Calix live in London. I'm a radio presenter. Big Marvel movies fan, <laughs> sometimes in the gym, sometimes DJing, and love to eat food. Ah, a man that dabbles in a bunch of ponds. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny that we got to this show together, and the one thing uh, that we want to do on our show, we want to entertain, educate, and engage. We also want to break down stereotypes. And the stereotype, I think, if we, now we're in the States, our parent company is in Canada, you're in the UK. And I think when things come up, we were talking off the air before we got on how people think something gets in your mind of what's the Great Britain like? You know, Sammy, you've been over there. I've never been over there. Have yeah. you been to the States? Never. I want to, though, so badly, but never. Hey, you're only a five-hour flight away from New York. That's very true. <laughs> That's very, very true. I've been to London and I loved it. I was my first time there. I was really young. And I've never been a You're city. You're still really young, Sammy. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am still really young. Actually, this month is my birthday month and Dovey's. Woohoo. Calix, when's your birthday? In January, so mine's gone. How old you turn? Belated happy birthday. Thank you. Turned 29 this year. Oh, yeah. One more oh, year in the God. 20s, baby. Yeah, I know, man. The right side of 30. I'm still <laughs> pushing it. The right side of 30. Enjoy your youth. It goes fast. You both, you get off my lawn. <laughs> Well, anyway, so let me clarify. I was a child, okay? And I've never liked a city. Like, I just, I've never been a city girl, but probably because LA is just not a very clean nor really that cool of a city. So when I went to London, I was like, whoa, everybody's so nice. It's so clean. It's like, it just had its own character and uniqueness. So I was a big fan. What's that? What part of London did you go to? Mm, well, that's a great question. I was really young, so I don't remember. But you said clean. Does that really eliminate <laughs> quite a I, bit? I, well, this uh, college I went to, Pepperdine, actually has an abroad program. And the Pepperdine house is in South Kensington. Okay, yeah. That's the uh, posh <laughs> Chelsea area. So <laughs> I didn't go stay there, but I know where it's at. And so we were around that area going around. But I liked it, so. I liked nice. the cars. That was my favorite part. <laughs> I got to sit backwards. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yes, this is sick. <laughs> that, you always heard about being foggy over there. Is, was it foggy? 
No, it was my first. Okay, that's what's even funnier. Everybody's like, "Yeah, it's pretty cloudy." I was like, "I had sunshine the entire week." So, oh, a very rare week in London. Yeah, but do you like living there? Um, it's a cool place. The capital is not bad. I mean, um, it's not so. Uh, well, you're a tourist, but I guess you're living here. It doesn't seem that friendly. It's more friendly outside of London. People. In London, like neighbors don't wave at each other. No one waves at each other in London. Oh. But if you go to the outskirts, it's a bit more friendly. Everyone in London is more of the, the hustle and bustle, like the work life and stuff like that. Mm. But that's a cool place. I guess it's still the best place for opportunities and networking yeah. and stuff like that. So it's cool to uh, to live in here. It's quite hard for someone who comes outside London to move in and kind of like get situated. So quite a privilege, I would say, to be born in London and then live in it, then to come from outside and try to get into it so yeah it's a pretty cool place i like living there yeah how's the food <laughs> terrible that's why i want to go to america i'm hearing the food in america is amazing well because america's got so many different cultures so many people from so many different places and depending on where you go now where i come from in wisconsin a lot of german people are there and a lot of polish people are there oh. so to get homemade uh, german restaurants and polish restaurants where i live is fantastic and you travel to other places, like in Chicago, a lot of Italian places. Thick, deep dish pizza. Do you, do you have pizza in, in England at all? Oh, yeah, we've got pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> because 90 miles from where I grew up is Chicago. And I, where I grew up, pizza's thin. And in, in Chicago, it's like three inches thick. It's just, I'm about that deep dish pizza. Have you had deep dish, Sammy? Yeah. Are you kidding? And you like it? Oh, yes, I like deep dish. That thing's okay. thick and nice. All I hear about England. A lot of deep dish in London. A lot of deep dish in London. I hear bangers yeah. and mash. That's all I hear about English food. Bangers and mash. <laughs> and mash. And fish and chips. <laughs> and fancy some crisps. Yeah, fish and chips. You want some crisps? Those are potato chips. I won't lie. Like on a wet and rainy day to like be indoor with a like smoking hot fish and chips it, with like salt and vinegar. It is amazing. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. Do you think that, that contributes to diabetes? Tell us your, your uh, diagnosis story. Do you think the cuisine of a country contributes to diabetes? I think it does. I think so. I would say that. I guess depending on where you are in that country, maybe you're even more country than city. It may be a little better. Maybe maybe if you're like in the city where things are a lot of like deep fried and takeaways and stuff like that, it may be a slight, I want to say negative impact on the diet, but I could see where the country you live in could have a big impact. When were you diagnosed? January 2016. Oh, so, okay. So what was your diagnosis story? So it was like in a span of like two weeks. It's a very fast two weeks. So just out of nowhere, it's like two weeks after my birthday, out of nowhere, I just got super thirsty. That's all I remember, super, super thirsty. I was going to the toilet a lot. Like I was waking up, no word of a lie, at least 10 to 15 times during the night to go to the toilet. And I wasn't getting any sleep because of it. But in hindsight, it's weird because I didn't think anything was wrong. I was like, I'm drinking loads of water, which means I'm going to the toilet loads. So that kind of like cancelled it out. Like I didn't feel that anything was wrong. And I was losing mad weight as well. But I was in the gym at the same time. So I'm like, wow, this workout is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this workout is really working. So I was losing yeah. weight, drinking loads of water and going to the toilet a lot. I, I didn't connect any of these dots, which is crazy. And I remember being at work. I worked in the airport at the time at security. And at work, I was going to the toilet back and forth so much to where I guess everyone thought I was like skiving off work and just trying to like hide in the toilet. And, you know, the airport is a busy, busy place. So during peak hours, I'm like rushing to the toilet like so many times, not doing my job. So a colleague of mine, who used to be an ex-pharmacist, 
said to me, I've noticed you're going to the toilet back and forth so much. I think you only noticed because I was on his, on his station and you're doing like twice the work because I was like run up and down to the toilet. Yeah. And he was like, I think you may have diabetes. Now me, I was like 23 at the time. My diet was pretty much okay. I was in the gym, pretty active. You're an ex-pharmacist. How is diabetes the best diagnosis? Like I can see why you're an ex-pharmacist if you're running straight to diabetes yeah. with this diagnosis. So I really only went for two reasons to get checked. One, to prove him wrong. I'd be like, <laughs> ex-pharmacist over here, I don't know what you're talking about. And I can get a day off work. Why not? Sure. Yeah. So went on a Friday. Remember, it was running on a Friday now to uh, the doctor's hospital. And there was like, yeah, your blood sugars are like three times the normal amount. Like you should be on the floor crawling, no energy. <laughs> How are you? Yeah. I was fine. But the only things I had was, Going to the toilet a lot and drinking loads of water, like, I was totally fine. So, which is weird, though, the doctor was like, okay, you look fine. Your sugars are way high. Come back on Monday and we'll do another test. Okay. That's weird. Yeah, so me not knowing anything, I'm like, all right, cool. See you on Monday. And he was like, only if you feel ill over the weekend, come back. If not, see you on Monday. So, mm-hmm. went away on Friday, had a great weekend, partying, was dancing, was doing all great stuff, great weekend. And came back on a Monday and saw another doctor. Did another test. And it was like, yeah, your sugars are three times no amount. I was like, yeah, I heard all this on Friday. What does that mean? And it was like, you're probably diabetic. Then I was like, yeah, the guy I saw on Friday said the exact same thing. They was like, what? You were here on Friday. I was like, yeah, I was here on Friday. I did this the same tests and it's the same <laughs> result. And it was like, I don't know who you saw on Friday, but that person should have never sent you home over the weekend. You should have like at least be admitted if not given some sort of medication. I can't believe whoever it was sent you home. So to this day, I don't know if it was someone in, trying to be a doctor, faking a doctor, but some doctor sent me home Friday. He shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah. And to this day, no one knows who that was. <laughs> so You know, what's yeah. at the airport. Yeah. Kelly, do, do yeah. you happen to remember the number? Mine was 500 when I got diagnosed. Sammy, what was your number when you got it? I was 530, but I know that you guys do it based on... Metric system? We do moles. Is it M moles? Yes. Yeah. So was yours like 12 then, 13? No, mine was 33. 33? Yeah, mine was like 33, 35. So if like, there's a normal range is like what, 4 to 8, 4 to 10, mine was triple that. So yeah, mine was like in the 30s range, 33, 35. Oh my God. So that's high. Yeah, so like at the time, not knowing anything, I'm like, okay, 33 sounds low compared to like 100. <laughs> it's not 100. Sure. Yeah. 33 is pretty low. So went home, not knowing I should have gone home because obviously you, you trust doctors when they tell you these things. So Monday came back, should have been sent home. So I was like, okay, you're probably diabetic. So we should get you like some insulin or what have you. So I talked to this room. I saw a nurse and it was like a 20 minute crash course of how to manage your diabetes. It was super, super quick. Like here's this pen. Here's what you're supposed to do with it. Here's this finger pricky thing. Give it a go and we'll see you later. And while I was trying it on this like fake leg they gave me, the nurse left the room and left me alone for 20 minutes. Then came back and was like, are you done? Have you figured it out? Well, I'm like, I guess so. Like, sure. And then I was like, okay, see ya. See you again in six weeks. So super quick crash course now of finding out I'm diabetic and having this new equipment. And I'm like in and out hospital in like 30 minutes of this new life that I didn't take seriously because no one around me took seriously. It was like a super quick in and out process. Yeah, because at that point, it's like you're in your 20s. You're used to your normal routine. 
And then they come in and they're like, X, Y, Z is wrong, but we're not really telling you how to manage it. Yeah. But it's not until I spoke to other diabetics that I realized that my process wasn't a normal process. Like it was a lot of like malpractice. It shouldn't happen that way. It was too fast. I didn't have the right information. I was mistreated. But at the time, I don't know what it is. I'm just going through the motions. I'm kind of like figuring things out on the go. So it took me a while to get my doses of my pens. I think it took like a month to get the correct insulin doses and stuff like that. But I was literally just like freestyling and just like figuring it out at the time. Bearing in mind, I hated needles at the time. I really hated needles at the time. I don't think anybody likes them. No, nobody likes needles. They suck. (laughs) Did you have anybody around you, like as far as relationships goes and like your diagnosis story, did you have relationships around you, like friends and family? that kind of were able to help and be a support system or were you more on your own and just friends in the city? Yeah, so I was, for the most part, by myself, man. 23, had my own place, living that bachelor lifestyle on my own. (laughs) You got the birds coming over? That's what it's called, birds? (laughs) We call them chicks over here. They're called birds over there, right? (laughs) The birds, the lasses. Lasses, okay. Lasses, I like that. (laughs) So I had a aunt and an uncle who were type two but they never took medication theirs was more diet controlled mm-hmm. so they weren't really much help in terms of type one diabetes where you're mm-hmm. taking insulin and pricking your finger and stuff like that so i was really just alone figuring it out with me and my diabetes nurse at the time and i really didn't have anyone to sort of like go to to speak about it because no one actually knew yeah. what i was going through i did i didn't know any other diabetics at the time like n- no one that's why we want the show to spread the word all over the world that you're not alone that you can come and talk to this now our, our pod squad is our offstage production crew elizabeth is our producer she said your uh, diagnosis of was it furry free as you say translates yeah. to 600 an hour so you got us both beat yeah so you're you're the champion. You're you're, yeah. you're in the, you lead. Get the highest one. I was five hundred thirty. <laughs> Dobie's five hundred, and you were six hundred. So using your units, what's the normal range? Six hundred. Oh, the normal range? <laughs> no, that's your range. <laughs> yeah, everybody, make sure you heard that right. We are all Dobie said the normal yeah. blood sugar is six hundred. I meant that for uh, <laughs> a friendly and a customer service kind of boy. No, go ahead, Sammy. You're the doctor. <laughs> normal blood sugar is between. I mean, obviously, this is very flexible, but it would be between 70 and like 150, 160. Okay. But really, like ideal is like 80 to 120. But I think for me personally, I'm always just trying to stay between 70 and like 180. Just to like, you have to have flexibility. That's the biggest thing too. And when you're like moving and grooving and you're in a city, so you're probably walking a lot or you're hustling around places, doing a lot you're in an active time of your life too it can be really difficult so it's like having that very small regimen sometimes is like really difficult because it almost causes you more stress and you're like okay and it's fun you know you gotta i like you do comedy right some diabetes comedy i try to be funny i think you dabble in it i haven't labeled as comedy just yet (laughs) you and dobie the comedian well you know what it's a hard thing now especially england is a smaller country now i'm sure you travel and you live in a big city how is your life adjusted that way diet you know do you cook yourself i'm a single guy i don't like to cook i can't make toast (laughs) i don't enjoy it but i've had to adjust have you had to adjust yeah i mean i wouldn't say i've stopped the takeaways it was definitely a lot less than i was at the age of 23 when I was like newly diagnosed. I mean, I was at 23, I was earning loads of money and I thought, I don't need to cook. I just like had takeaways seven days a, days a week, which I was doing. 
But after I got diagnosed, it's like, okay, maybe I should have like, eased up on the takeaways. I don't think it was even Uber Eats around those times. And Uber Eats came, and that kind of like, the curve of takeaways went up again. It was so easy just to get takeaways again. You have a nice little lady in your life that you can uh, cook some meals with. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll say that. <laughs> I got a big lady in my life, and we cook big meals. <laughs> I'm from Wisconsin. They open a Hooters. Do you have Hooters over there? I don't, but I definitely want to go to America to, to try this Hooters that I see everywhere. <laughs> Where I live, they call it Udders. It's good, some big people in Wisconsin. It's where they make cheese. You can't be skinny and eat like A lot of the things we learn about America come from American TV shows. So Hooters and stuff like that sure. just seem interesting. I, I definitely want to check out Hooters. Well, I see. I, I watch Benny Hill. I don't know. That's probably older than your generation. But if you have older listeners, that's an English thing. And also there's there's a, a music group called Soul to Soul. You sound like this, the lead singer, Jazzy B. Your speech pattern sounds exactly like Jazzy B. I'd have to check him out. Jazzy B. Jazzy B. Soul to Soul. Very good stuff. We are the Adjust My Type podcast. Our special guest, Calix, all the way from the UK. She's Sammy. I'm Doby. Coming right back. The Diabetes app is an online community platform that was created to help people living with diabetes find support and information in one spot. And on the Diabetes app, you can join groups and connect with other people all over the world who are also living with diabetes. I mean, for me, whenever I have a bad day, I find myself scrolling through the mental wellness group just to reassure myself that I'm not alone. The Diabetes app has a resource section where you can find articles, recipes, tips, and tricks for managing your diabetes. Download the Diabetes app today and connect with us right on the app. DieStrong is an online telehealth platform that connects you to medical and holistic professionals to help you manage your diabetes. Find registered dietitians, nutritionists, certified diabetes educators, and more without the hassle of having to go into a doctor's office. Wait, 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 wait. You mean a lazy bum like me can have appointments right from my computer? Sign me up. That's right, Doby. And this week, our listeners can use promo code JMT25 for 25% off their first visit. Yeah, don't try to cheat and go to JMT26 because you're not going to get 26. It's 25. Go to www.diastronghealth.com. That's www.diastronghealth.com. Okay, we're back. Just My Type podcast. Sammy Parker, Doby Maxwell, our special guest from the UK. Calix, type 1, W-O-N. I just want to make sure we get that. Oh, I have a funny story really quick, Calix. Go right ahead. Our producer, Elizabeth, I was like, yeah. We talked to type one and she thought it was, she was like, oh, type wow. <laughs> We're like, no, not type wow. She kind of said that, one. but you might want to get that domain name because, I mean, she said it and we knew what she meant. Yeah, someone take no, it. No, you'll take it. She keeps calling me. She goes, type wow. We have our meeting with type wow. Hey, uh, I was like, yep, type wow. <laughs> I, I don't mind it. We can keep that. <laughs> Here's a question we were talking about a little bit. Uh, what, what is the, the healthcare like in the UK? Because I'm sure it's different in the States. It's different than it is in Canada and all over the world. What's it like for you there? Um, so we have the NHS, which is, I guess everyone has good and bad experiences with it. I've, I have so far only had good experiences with it. Obviously, like, we, all, we pay our taxes, which fund the NHS, so we get free healthcare here, which is yeah. pretty awesome. I mean, hearing the stories of America when you've got to pay for everything sounds very scary. That's why I didn't go, because I'm a comedian, you know, self-employed, and I let it go longer than it should have, and uh, it's it's a nightmare. So I get the 100% deductible. We don't have that kind of healthcare over here. So that's why I was just asking how it was where you live. Yeah, so we, we, we got free healthcare, so... It's a blessing. It ain't free, baby. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, I know what you mean. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone has access to healthcare. 
which is pretty awesome because you haven't really got to worry about the cost of things. Unless you go private, then you're worrying about stuff like that. But general healthcare, things are free. When you get like chronic illnesses and chronic diseases, then you get free medication here. So it is pretty cool. I've only had good experiences with the NHS, but I know a few people that have bad experiences with it. So everyone trying to like balance it up, like, I guess it works, but it still has some kinks that still needs to be worked out. But I'm, I'm grateful for it because it, it saved my life. I would never be able to afford this diabetes care that I've had for the past eight years now. So all thumbs up. So you're still on insulin? Yeah, still on insulin. 100%. Are you on an insulin pen or insulin pump? Pens. Me too. Yeah. Pens for the win. I always debate about a pump, whether to like inquire about it. But what I like about the pens is it's just like, it's not always out there. I can like maneuver in like situations and environments. Give you the freedom. Yeah. The flexibility. I guess there is, there are some times where I like to, people to know openly, let me say anything that I'm diabetic. But there are times where I just like, I'd rather people just don't know. So I don't have to answer many questions about it at the time. So it's pros and cons. We call that playing the D card. You know, you yeah. play the D card for your advantage. How can you pull it out? Oh, I'm tired today. You know, Sammy does it to her advantage when she can. And so do I get parking spots. Oh, I have diabetes. I can't park, oh, park right here. Yeah, I do it all the time. I do it all the time. I just feel like this is a, a disease we have to live with for the rest of our life. I'm going to suck as much advantage out of it. <laughs> As I can. Yeah. Amen, brother. <laughs> so with you. So with you there. It's like the first time I said it, I was like, oh my God, I sound terrible. And then I was like, no, you know what? I have to deal with this my entire life. I'm using it. <laughs> yeah, do it, man. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Yeah. Well, well, hopefully you keep listening to it and we'll we'll have more tips as we get them from other people. So we'll share it with the community, what we can all do to play the D card. Yeah. yeah. Get a little bit of way to fight back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. No, definitely true though. What's the craziest way you've used your D card to uh, your advantage? It's not like crazy, but I always use it to like get my purse in somewhere or, you know, get like, like Dobie's gotten free parking spots or I've gotten like a refund for ski lift tickets or free diet coke because people are ignorant and don't know yeah i was i was with another comedian on a cruise ship and he said to the store clerk we were in mexico and oh my friend has diabetes and he needs a, a candy bar so he got a free candy bar for me and i don't know how he did it one for himself too yeah i'm with you she, man. Gave, she gave us each a candy bar yeah. yeah free food free diet cokes and sweets yes. um again like queue jumping we should be queue jumping yeah definitely parking spots Seats on the bus, on the train. Waiting in line. I remember one. <laughs> I remember I got, I got caught cheating at university, playing on diabetes, the way that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good wow. one. Wow. Hey, you, you rob a bank. I had diabetes. I was in a diabetic downer. I don't know why. I, I got my friend out of a car. Oh, that was a good one. I forgot. I got my friend out of a ticket. She was like age 15, so under the age of 16, which meant she couldn't have somebody in the car with her, was speeding and it was past curfew. And I was like, I'm diabetic. My blood sugar's going low. And I was like, she just has to get me home. Like, we got to go. He was like, okay, but you guys can't do this next time. And then we skedaddled out. Yeah, definitely times where people with misconceptions are definitely just play on it. Well, you, I guess you really shouldn't. You should really try and educate. But there are certain times it's like... It's okay. Yeah, you can be ignorant for one more day. Let someone else educate you. I need to get out of this yeah, today. Totally. Well, we're all about education, man. We sure learned a lot from you. Uh, thanks very much for, for being with us. This is great. We'll hopefully have you back again. Yeah, anytime, man. I love a good chat. Once again, we're having fun and this episode flew by. Sammy, this is great. 
I know. We are so honored, Calix, that you wanted to come and join us. Thank you. You're welcome, man. Anytime. So you can find Calix on type 1-W-O-N diabetes on Instagram. And we have a question of the pod. Calix, what is the question of the pod? What is the healthcare like in your country? Yes. And we want to hear your guys' answers, rate, review, and subscribe at JustMyTypePod underscore for Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And on Facebook, we're at JustMyTypePod. Again, you can find Calix at Type1Diabetes, W-O-N that is, on Instagram. And yeah. Across the pond, uh, we are now getting worldwide. Thank you, Calix. Sammy, one more thing from you and we're done. Say la vie, baby. This is the Just My Type Podcast.